Better listen very carefully. A good martial artist does not become tense, but ready. Essentially, at this point, the fight is over. So you pretty much flow with the goal. Who is worthy to be trusted with the secret to limitless power? I'm ready. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Bulletproof for BJJ podcast. Hi guys, I'm JT. Hey guys, I'm Joey. And today we are talking about training with Mario Hayes. Oh, the very famous, I think he's four-time world champion and now the head of Alliance competition team. They just won their 13th team trophy and he was recently here in Australia. He was in Sydney, I got to hang out. Yeah, tell me. Well, we should give a bit of background on the Alliance piece, shouldn't we? Because I think for a lot of those newer to the game, they probably don't understand any of the, the any of that backstory. Yeah. Okay. Alliance is where I train. My coach, Adam, is, is an Alliance black belt. Your good yep. friend. Yes. You train there too at times. Yes. Um, the connections run deep. But Adam comes from that school. Yes. Black belt under Fabio Gagel. Fabio Gagel, yep. One of the creators of the Alliance team. Yeah, he's like the founder, him and in, in, uh, Jacare, the original... Not the Jacare UFC Jacare. No, not Jacare. Older Jacare. Yes, and he's OG. And also Gigi uh, Pavia. He is also one of the founders. Right. And originally, Mario Hayes was a four-time, I believe four-time, could be more, don't hate me if I'm wrong, a Gracie Baja champion Mm. at lightweight. He was one of their guys. So from the early 2000s, so I think from around 2001 – for four years straight or five years straight, he was smashing it. Right. And everyone was like, who can beat this guy? Unstoppable. And then Cobrinha came from ah, Alliance team. Okay. And Cobrinha took the title. Right. And it kind of, it's kind of like a passing of the torch. Now, when I went and trained with the Alliance team in 2011, I think it was at that time that he actually, it was kind of crazy. He was there with some crazy Baja guys training Cobrinha's training camp oh, wow. for the Worlds because he didn't have anyone in the GB team who could kind of push him and get him ready for Worlds. So he was training with the Alliance guys. And that's in America, Cobrinha's. Yeah, that was yep. in LA. Cool. And it was really interesting and he he carried a lot of respect. Like all of those champions from that team were like really, you know, making room for him. And I was like, oh, it's really interesting. And then a year later he was part of Alliance. Ah, okay. And crossed over because for a long time these guys are kind of enemies, uh, the whole team thing. Yep. And, uh, yeah, he is the, I guess, the father of Nicholas Marangali in terms of his jiu-jitsu. Yep. So he's down in the south. Um, they're, you say it's Porto Alegre? Yeah. Yeah, they're down there. Nicholas Marangali, probably one of the most impactful jiu-jitsu guys of the modern era, won his first year at Black Belt, beat Leandro Lowe. He won everything at blue, purple, brown. And then his first year at Black Belt, he was a world champion. And is now the absolute world champion. Yeah, right. Yeah. And if you, I mean, if you haven't seen him, he does have a very cool, aggressive he's – he's an exciting game. competitor to watch. Yeah. Unlike a lot of gi jiu-jitsu, in my opinion. It's yeah. Not, it's not so spectator-friendly. <laughs> it, it, it can be stalling, but I think there's been a bit of a change more recently. There's some people getting after it. But even just like the – sometimes you just don't know what, what's happening. You're like yeah. – you know, you can't see the intensity of the grips and the static positions, and but yeah, yeah when you watch a guy like Marangali. you watch a guy, yeah, Marangali, like he just brings that heat. 
yeah. turns it into a fight. He's trying to make, he's trying to go for the finish. Yeah. And really that's off the back of like a lot of what Mario taught, you know? So that, I think that's, he's got to, you've got to give him a lot of credit for that. And now he's the head of the uh, Alliance competition team and they just won their 13th uh, championship, world championship. And so on that, and this I only learned, you know, not all that long ago, but there are, they've got 13 team championship trophies, which is basically when you have the, the world championships, yep. they will tally up all the medals that went to every competitor and there will be a winning team. You have this at every comp. Yeah, the most points are awarded to black belt adult. Right. And it kind of goes back from there. Now, right. I don't know exactly what points are awarded there in yep. terms of how many, but obviously whoever wins the most black belt adult championships, you know, it's right up there. And so, I, tell me, correct me if I'm wrong, but the next team behind them is like Gracie Baja or Gracie Hormaita no, or something? It was, no, I think it was actually uh, Dream Art. No, but not at, not at these worlds, but I'm talking like in the history of oh, it, team trophies. Th- it might be Gracie Baja. And they're like six world championships or something? Yeah, it might be higher. Yeah. It like, might, like it might be more like nine. Okay. But they've yeah. got quite a considerable lead. Yeah, no one's ever achieved that many championship trophies. And they actually won 10 in a row, I believe, or 11 in a row Fuck. without anyone overthrowing that. So in the That was when era, I joined. Yeah, when they were the best. <laughs> yeah. And then Atos came. Yeah. Dang. Dang, yeah. <laughs> and now- I started the podcast and I had to pre-prioritize. <laughs> there it is. It is what it is. <laughs> I blame you, Joe. Um, but Mario, it was cool, man. So like, he came over for like uh, kind of like a camp, like a extended time. Yeah, what they did, which was interesting, um, shout out to our boy Fab, who runs Alliance for, for Northern Bricio. Beaches. Yes. Yeah, he's, he's got a really cool little gym that he opened maybe a year and a half ago. It's in Balgala here in Sydney, which is on the North Shore, the beaches. He, he's a close friend of Mario, a student of Mario. And so he organized for Mario to come out. Instead of doing the classic like one-day seminar, yep. he decided to do the experience, which was Mario would coach an evening class from Tuesday to Friday, and he would coach the Saturday morning class. Right. So you would pay for the whole thing and then you just come to what you can get to. Oh, okay, nice. So most of his crew and some visitors were there every day. Yep. I got up there twice. Yep. Yeah, it was mad. And so it was just like 90-minute session, usually went a bit over time. Mario would be like, hey, tonight we're just going to work on this. Didn't have to deliver the world at every session. It was just kind of like – it was kind of nice because you could just go in, get a couple of like work one sort of specific theme, yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah, and then like do some rounds. Nice. And there was a lot of high belts there. Obviously, they've got uh, Murillo, who's, yep. who's, you know, who's the top dog at that gym. They've got another Alliance black belt, a guy called Guy, yep. who's also a savage. Well, like Murillo, I think, got silver at, in the world at featherweight, possibly. And uh, he also recently saw him win the absolute at the kind of uh, national championships here yeah. and beat far bigger people. Yeah. Uh, his game is quite – his guard game is very aggressive. Yeah. He's very good. Can attest. Can attest. Can attest. I felt that heat. Yeah. I'm a black belt. I stepped. I'm like, I'm going to pass this guy's guard right now, or at least I'm going to try. <laughs> and I stepped into it and started doing some shit. And I just saw at the moment, he didn't, wasn't looking at me, but he smiled. <laughs> no. Yeah. Just that, just that little. Dang. <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, shit, he's not even taking it seriously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was really cool. So learned some really cool techniques couple little handy tricks which we were looking at yesterday magic what i liked about it was conceptually mario made the point that there's so much to learn in jiu-jitsu yes he's like there's so many techniques now and it is almost not enough time for you to 
like work on them all in isolation. Yes. So he said, the way I prefer to teach is with sequences. Nice. Every session would start with, hey, here's like a basic warm up drill. Mm-hmm. That would be like elevating someone from your butterfly guard. Elevate. Yes. And then it would be like, here's the next step. And so he just layer, 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 layer until you had like this thing that was like 12, 15 steps. Right. And I asked him about it because some of it was pretty complex. Yes. Obviously, you know, it was more suited for advanced practitioners. But I asked him what he thought about when you're coaching beginners, you know, and he said, you know what, sequences still, but just more simplified. Yes. Uh, which I quite liked. I know Adam's always been quite a fan of that. Yeah, that's how they teach it at Alliance in Sao Paulo. Right. Like they'll teach you a takedown into a pass, into a control, into a sub. And so you do, as you drill that and you get those like individual techniques, you also get a method to the back or a method to the armbar. Yeah. It's really good for imprinting, like knowing what to do at each step. Yeah. It's really good. And look, when I was there, last time I was in Brazil, 2014, he was there and Mario was a big part of the training. Fabio carries a lot of authority in his gym and he would step back and let Mario speak to the group. Right. And he's he comes across as a I guess a bit of a philosopher. He's got that kind of bit of a spiritual guy. Spiritual guru kind of cat. Got the beard. He has got the beard. Yeah. <laughs> Occasionally just has the Oh the the mate. The mate. <laughs> the cup, the tea, yeah. the wooden cup and the steel straw. Yeah. Just at training. Classic if you're from the south, yeah, must have. I don't know why, but yep. sure. <laughs> why not? You ever uh, been to Argentina? Yeah, man. Did you oh, see people oh, walking around? Everywhere. It's classic, right? Everywhere in you Argentina. You see people like I remember seeing um, couples walking around. Yeah. And you know, like a like a guy holding hands with his with his girl and they're yeah. walking down through the city. But in one hand he'll have the, the cup, yep. the tea, and then under his arm he'll have the flask or the thermos with yeah. hot water. Yeah. And you just like top it up, have a little sip. Well, but like, I mean, it's beautiful. No, I think, it's cool. Yeah. It's really cool. And especially in a cold part of the world, you'll, I, I would love to have warm tea on me just all the time. All time. It's just not what we do. No, it's not a culturally uh, nuanced thing here. But no, it was really interesting. I mean, I, you know, I don't really speak Portuguese. I could understand a fair bit of what he was saying, but he gave this big speech the last training before everybody went to Worlds. It was trying to see your own light, like belief in yourself. And that the problem is we always look at other people and get – caught up in their light and he's like that's not important the most important thing is that you've got to focus on yourself and let your light shine that was the key essence of this big speech he gave and everybody's like yeah yeah like yeah it was cool it was really cool and it's interesting to see other like very high level world champions give him so much respect yeah so even though maybe his prime was many years ago he's still holding it down if you can look at the champions different people have produced, he's produced one of the best athletes of the modern era. And yeah, he's got amazing jiu-jitsu. So it's, it's kind of cool. I, I enjoyed training with him and I think it's one of those things that you don't always get an opportunity to uh, be around people with that kind of knowledge. Yeah, I think the, you know, the cool thing about it is like there's some cool techniques, you know, handy. But really I, I kind of just enjoyed being in the presence. Sure. You know, and just being like, oh, I've, I've spent some time around that person and, you know, you get to meet him a little bit and ask a couple of questions. He's a charismatic dude. He is. Right? He's got that He's got that sort of that vibe. I enjoy that. And I do think that personally there's a lot of value in that mm. when you're attending a seminar or something. Very. Yeah. Guys, thanks for listening. Hey, if you want some help, you know what we're really good at. It's helping people build strong mobile bodies that can perform exceptionally well on the mats. Yes, sir. And also not be injured all the time so that the rest of your life sucks. And so we have a program that's going to show you how to do that step by step. You can sign up for a free trial like right now 
and you will see everything that we have on offer. We have mobility programs and strength programs that will fit into your busy jujitsu focused schedule. Go to bulletproofforbjj.com. Start your bulletproof journey today. Use the code BJJ podcast and you get 20% off your subscription. Again, start your free trial today at bulletproofforbjj.com and use the code BJJ podcast. If you don't want to do that because you're already doing our training or you're already doing someone else's training or whatever, or you're just like fucking around at the gym and Why not? three years, but hey, no gains to speak of, but That's hey, fine. I'm training. We don't judge. <laughs> you can hook up on our Patreon. We'll take your money. You can buy us a bowl of acai. We can share it. Uh, it helps to support the show. And if you don't want to do that, but you still want to support the whole thing is share an episode with your mate. Definitely. You got someone who trains jujitsu, say, hey, check this podcast out. Send them a link, even post it on your Instagram. That small gesture goes a long way to supporting what we do so that we can continue to support you guys. Thank you. We'll catch you next week. Thank you, guys. Bye.